Hello, you are very welcome to our WIT Talk Student Life podcast brought to you by the Student Life and Learning Department here in Watford Institute of Technology. My name is Tom Grinsell and I'm a Student Support Administrator here in WIT. Today I'm joined by my colleague Katie Dillon Keane, who will be on hosting duties for the day also. So you're very welcome, Katie. Thanks so much, Tom. Super stuff. Um, so there is a wealth of supports available to students here in WIT, but today we are going to find out a bit more about the supports available to students with disabilities. So today we're joined on this podcast by two staff members here in WIT. We have Laura Hartree and Janet O'Neill from the Student Life and Learning Department. Um, thanks a million to you both for coming on and you're very welcome. No problem. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Tom. That's great. So maybe just to start off, we might get a brief introduction um, of your current role here in WIT and what your role involves. So Laura, we might start with you if that's okay. Yeah, so my name is Laura Hartree and I'm the Disability Officer in WIT. So basically what that means is that I am Coordinator of Disability Services here in, in WIT and I would meet um, every student who registers with our service and I would do an individual needs assessment with them. Thanks so much, Laura. That's great. And Janet, we might turn to you. My job is the assistive technologist in the disability office. And what I do is I look after all the software and hardware devices that the students require, either in class or for study or for examinations. So what I do is I source the different pieces of assistive technology. They may be electronic readers, recording devices, magnification. There's a myriad of devices to support the students with disabilities. And what I do is I purchase the devices, I learn how to use them, and I train the students on how to use it. And I make sure to set up the electronic readers for examinations and to make sure that anybody using any technology for their examinations, that they're all in place. Super stuff. That's brilliant. So I suppose just to get into, uh, get straight into things, um, I'm going to ask yourself, Laura, first, um, what disability supports are available to students here in WIT? Okay, thank you, Tom. So there are lots of different um, disability supports that are available to students and they are very much based on the student's individual need. So for example, we have a learning support service. So this is where a student would be allocated their own learning support tutor um, and they would avail of learning support um, as they require it. Um, now, learning support is not subject specific tuition, it's more help with academic writing and study skills, time management skills, all those different sort of skills. Um, our learning support service is really heavily used and we have five learning support tutors that are distributed across the Corco campus and also the College Street campus. So that would be one tier of support. We also have an education support worker to students with autism. So that's like a key worker for students with autism. So it's a, a go-to person. So if something comes up during the day that the student with autism might need assistance with, or if there was a worry, or if just something, there was a difficulty with communication, or they had a question about an assignment or anything like that, they would um, just contact Pat. And Pat um, is here on campus um, every day um, also so she is working you know from home at times as well but can meet students um, via zoom 
And then we also have, as Janet went through, lots of different assistive technologies for um, students perhaps who have physical disabilities who are unable to write proficiently or students who have visual impairment and um, who can't perhaps read text but need to listen to it or for um, deaf, hard of hearing students and, and lots of different, different other needs. And then I suppose a very large part of the supports that we provide here would be in relation to exam reasonable accommodations. So again, there's lots of different exam reasonable accommodations. And I'll just give you some examples. So for example, there might be extra time in an exam, which would be 10, 10 minutes extra per hour, or the student might avail of an electronic reader, reader, or when they're on campus during exams, they might have a low distraction venue or even a separate center. And um, so different things like that. So there's a there's a variety of different things um, like that that we can provide through the disability office. Pretty impressive. It's great to hear there's so many supports available to students. Um, one thing I'd love to hear more about, and I know, Janet, because you touched on your role as assistive technologist, I'd love to hear more about the assistive technology you have. Um, I don't know much about it, so I'd love to hear more. Yes, so again, as Laura said, um, the assistive technology is provided to the students based on their individual needs. So some students that would have um, a difficulty in taking notes may avail of the support of the live scribe pen and the live scribe pen will actually record what the lecturer is saying while the student can take relevant notes. And later on then when the student goes home, they can upload their recordings to their computer and listen back. So it means that they don't have to try and take down notes while the lecturer is explaining detailed information and um, they can keep on track in the class then and when they're at home then they can listen back and they can type the notes or they can keep the, the notes as um, a voice recording. So that's one device that we use. Um, the main piece of assistive technology that we use in the college would be um, would benefit our students with uh, reading difficulties. So if our students have dyslexia or visual impairment we have electronic readers. Now we have a number of electronic readers, but this year, um, because our students are working from home, we use Claro Read. So any student that would have um, a support of electronic reader should have received the information on Claro Read, the license, how to download it and how to use it. So if anybody has any difficulty with their Claro Read electronic reader, they can always get back to me at joneal at wit.ie and I'd be happy to help them with any training or technical issues that they have because the Claro Read electronic reader will be able to be used for their examinations online. So the Claro Read will read your exam paper if it's written in Word, it will electronically read your examination if it's in Moodle, if it's a PDF document. So you should have no problem um, using your electronic reader if you use Claro Read. But the most important thing is that if you are going to use it for your exams, to make sure that it's installed and that you're well used to using it. And if you have any problems with it, that you can get back to me and I'll be able to sort it out for you before the exam because it'll be too late the day of the exam if you to set it up. So it's a really good idea to be proficient in using it. 
And um, again, the Clara Reid can help students when they're writing their assignments um, because there's a spell checker in it and um, you it can be used as a proofreading tool. So it can read back anything that you've written and it can check your spelling. So that's the main um, piece of assistive technology that we use. But so for somebody then that would have a visual impairment, we'd have a number of devices we may have for in class. We can have um, a magnifier that, and that will zoom in on the whiteboard and that the students can capture images on their laptop and zoom in and zoom out. We have the Ruby handheld magnifier that will help students um, while they're reading um, books or articles. And then we have devices for our students that are hard of hearing um, where the lecturer will wear a microphone and the sound from the lecturer's voice will go directly into the students' hearing devices. Um, so I think that's a good description of um, the majority of the devices that we have. And again, I will be able to provide the training online now or um, I can um, do Zoom calls with students if anybody requires any extra training, I'll be available and um, I can provide technical support then as well. Brilliant, there's some fantastic supports there and um, it's great that just to get a kind of an insight to how each one works in that. and a big question students will probably have is how do they register with the disability office to avail of these supports so laura might uh, get you to tell us a little bit about that sure yeah no problem so it's very straightforward all you have to do is that if you wish to register for with the disability office for supports all you have to do is email disabilityoffice at wit.ie so once your email comes in to us, we will respond and we'll send you an invitation to um, register with us. Within that inv invitation will be a link to an online application and you simply just fill in your details on the online application. One part of the application, which is extremely important, is ev the evidence of disability that is required. This evidence of disability is what triggers um, the release of funding in order to support your to fund your support. So it's really, really important. Um, so as you go through the forum, there is a link on the forum and you click on that and that will give a list of acceptable evidence for disability. OK, and then you just um, check what you have at home, upload your documents and send them in to us. We'll review them and we'll get back to you. So even if I always say to students, upload what you have and let me have a look at them and I'll get back to you and tell you if we're missing anything or we need anything additional. So even if you're not sure, don't just fill in the form, not fill in the form because you're not sure, fill in the form put up whatever you have and then we'll be in touch and we'll be able to tell you um, you know if it's sufficient for the supports that you require so that's that's really the process and I suppose the big message for students is that you can register at any point during the academic year so anytime at all you can register with us however we do have cut off dates for examination accommodations <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And it's a common question. And I suppose that brings us back to the way we think about the support. So we have kind of examination supports and then we have, on the other hand, ongoing supports that are always happening. 
So for the examination supports for end of semester one exams, the closing date has now passed. That was the 31st of October. So everybody who's registered with us up until the 31st of October will have exam accommodations um, during their exams, end of semester exams officially timetabled exams for semester one. And if you've registered with us after the 31st of October, your exam accommodations will be triggered for semester two and um, then any autumn repeats. Um, but as I said, there are ongoing supports like learning support, or if you used a piece of assistive technology or you engage with our educational support worker, they happen all of the time. So don't let the, the cutoff dates put you off from registering with us if you need to do so. Just just get in touch. Yeah, super. Okay. And I think that is really um that is uh, really important information as well, just to so you're just saying that to register for exams for semester one cut off 31st of October and then if you register after that date it kicks in se um, semester two or for the ex autumn examinations yeah. and that is that is really um, useful information I think it's something that uh, is is really worth uh, highlighting there as well yeah and just to say also Tom that the cutoff date we do have a cutoff date for yeah. semester two also which is the 31st of March so there's plenty of time now between now and 31st of March to register with us Okay, for examinations for uh, end of semester That's two. Great. Um, and Laura, just quick question, I suppose, if I registered with um, the disability office in first year, do I have to re-register maybe in second or third year? No, and that's a great question because we get lots of emails about that. Do I have to re-register? So no, you don't. Once you register with us, you are registered with us for the duration of your time in WIT. So once you register with us, you just have to meet me once unless you want to talk to me again. And that's OK. <laughs> but yeah, all your supports will be set up and they'll be put in place for the duration of your time in WIT. So it's actually a really straightforward process. And, you know, we're all fairly friendly in the disability office, so you don't have to worry about coming to talk to us. And we're used to de dealing with all types of disabilities. So everything from maybe a specific learning difficulty like dys dyslexia or, discal or dyscalculia, right through to, you know, maybe people who have, have very significant mental health difficulties and are really struggling, or, you know, dyspraxia, DCD, ADHD, physical disabilities, MS, um, epilepsy, significant ongoing illnesses, and diabetes. So as you can see, it's quite a range and the, and the difficulties within all those diverse disabilities will be very individual to each student. So we, we know that one student with dyslexia is going to be very different to another student with dyslexia. And, and often, you know, the, the supports reflect um, the academic challenges that each particular course has as well. So it's to remember that. So we, we look at the whole picture and never be afraid to, to come forward and say look I'm having trouble you know or can I have my um, needs assessment re reviewed or anything like that. Super okay. stuff and um, just say you now for upcoming assessments or assignments or, um, or, or anything like that coming into the, the busier period is there a timeline say the students um, have yeah. to get everything uploaded by a certain date Janet to get it checked or is it something that they can upload last minute or is there any kind of deadlines around or can they just upload it as they're doing it just to get checks on um on anything uh Laura sorry yeah I yeah I might take that um yeah so in terms of um your submissions you have to submit obviously by the date that you're told to submit by your lecture 
Um, in terms of help with um, your, you know, your academic writing, if you're in receipt of learning support, learning support runs in line with the 12 week academic uh, semester. So that means academic uh, learning support starts on the first day of lectures and finishes on the last day of lectures. So learning support will finish on December 18th. So therefore, if you require assistance with something, an essay that you are writing from your learning support tutor, you need to be getting to, in touch with them straight away in order for them to have a look over it and to be able to get back to you with any, any um, suggestions or corrections on spelling and grammar or whatever it is so that you can submit on time. Is that Brilliant. okay? That's super. When, when we're speaking about students with disabilities, a question that might pop up, and I suppose it's just to get a little bit of clarity around it as well, Laura, and you might be able to, to give it there as well. If a student, if they break their hand or something, um, I suppose it's just to know where to direct them. So you might be able to tell us. No, we, we wouldn't consider, I suppose we don't think of a broken hand as a disability. So we would understand disability as something that's chronic and enduring. So for a temporary illness, like for example, or a temporary injury, such as a broken hand or a broken finger, and you can't write and you don't know what to do because your exams are coming up, what you do is actually you contact the exams office and they have a, a person who is dedicated to that role I suppose in terms of putting in accommodations for that student if they have a broken arm and can't write so they might look at a scribe or, or different things like that so the, um, the examination office takes care of those injuries for students who wouldn't ordinarily have a disability but have an, a sudden injury or an acute injury that limits their ability to perform the exams in the normal way that they do through handwriting and so on. So I hope that answers that question, yeah, Tom. it does indeed. Um, no, thanks for that. And um, Janet, you would have went through a, a number of, say, the assistive technology accommodations and all the different software that's available to students and that. And you, you were saying as well that you're available to take any Zoom calls and that. And would you find much of an uptake on, say, um, with students taking you up on that, you know, meeting you regarding the different supports available or... Is it something that you'd like to kind of push out a little bit more, you know, to, to meet with students and, and kind of make sure that they're comfortable using this uh, software as well? Yeah, that's a really good question, Tom, because some students will get back to me by email and I will phone, phone them and talk them through um, training or technical difficulties that they have. And sometimes that's sufficient. Um, also, all first years um, that have assistive technology will have access to the assistive technology training module in Moodle, where I have a number of training materials, either PowerPoints, and they'd be the PowerPoints that I would normally use in a traditional training setting when we're on campus. And I can see students in groups, small groups or individual training I can carry out on campus. So I put all the material up for first years um, and if any of the continuing students want to have access to that they can just let me know and if anybody wants any further training and um, to let me know because I can do a zoom call and um, we can discuss any information about assistive technology or any issues um, either training or technical difficulties because I do want to make sure that anybody that has assistive technology um, knows how to use it um, knows that I'm available to help them with the training or with the 
um, technical issues that they have. And as Laura said, we are a friendly bunch and we do as, as much as we can. And we really want to make sure that any of the supports that the students have and um, that they're comfortable with and that they know um, how to use their supports, especially the assistive technology or anything to do with the examination um, accommodations, just to either email us at the disability office at wit.ie or if it's assistive technology, you can just email me at jonil at wit.ie. And just from listening to yourself and Laura, and obviously this year has been quite different to other years, it seems like you've adapted so well going online, supporting the students. And I suppose it can't, can't not be mentioned that this year is very different and maybe a thing um, maybe on students' minds at the moment is the exams coming up. So I know you've kind of touched on it, but I'm just wondering um, what examination accommodations are available for, I suppose, the online element of the exams? I know it's probably not a straightforward question, but with a lot of the exams going online, I'm just wondering if you might, wouldn't mind touching on that kind of support. Yeah, no problem, Katie. So I suppose the first thing to say here is that every student who has an exam accommodation has uh, received probably a number of communications from us now at this point. So we really want to encourage students to check their email. OK, so check your email that you've received from the disability office and there will either be text within the email or an attachment that talks about guidelines for students on the application of reasonable accommodations to online exams. For students with a waiver in spelling and grammar, do communicate that to your lecturer. We've also sent out the traditional stickers for um, a, a spelling and grammar waiver and we asked students that they take a picture of their sticker and they submit that with their online examination submission. Okay, um, for, for I suppose the more detailed accommodations I probably won't get into them here because it might be a little bit confusing for people because we have discussed those individually with our students. However, if anybody has an individual query, please do let us know ASAP um, if you're still a little bit unclear and we'll explain how it will work. And oh, sorry, one other thing. Um, Janet has talked a little bit about the electronic reading software for students. With That's another uh, very common um, exam accommodation that's used. And Janet mentioned that she might like to talk a little bit, a bit more about it there. But she sent out the uh, license to individual students who would ordinarily have the exam accommodation of an electronic reader or indeed a human reader to um, students, a license for Claro Read. And this will electronically read um, their paper, be it in PDF, Word or on Moodle for them. But students can also ask somebody at home, a parent or a sibling to read the paper out loud to them if they wish. So that option is also there for them. Brilliant. And um, I think uh, something that's probably important as well is a lot of all the correspondence goes through the student email. Um, yes. And sometimes students may, may forget to check it. So I think it's really important if they have contacted the disability office or any areas, um, the student email is probably the, it is the main, um, it is the main contact point as well for, for any staff to students. So uh, just make sure to check your student email. And um, yeah, no, loads of really, really useful information there. And I think it's, it's, um, it was great to have both of you on today. And um, I suppose our last thing is, have you any final word for any of the students or anything that, we may have missed that you want to add. So Janet, if you want to add anything or if we missed anything along the way, do you want to 
just let people know. And the main thing that I just want to say, Tom, is if anybody has any issues at all with their assistive technology, if they have any training issues with it, or if they have any technical difficulties, to just let me know. And I'm here to help. And I want to make sure that everybody that has their assistive technology knows how to use it, that it's working for them. And I want them to know that I'm, here, I'm available for technical support Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Super stuff. Thanks for that, Janet. And what about yourself, Laura? Anything to... Um, just to remind everybody um, to check their email, as you said, Tom, because everybody has been communicated with about how their exam accommodations will work online. So you have, the information is there in your inbox. So have a little look at it. And if you've got any questions, do, do come to us. Um, we're all back to work on the 4th of January. So we'll be here just before the exam officially... Um, Sorry, just before the officially timetabled examinations kick off. So, you know, we'll be here to answer your queries. Um, if you only discover them over Christmas and you're a bit concerned, you know, we will get back to you from, from the 4th of January. We'll be, the office will be closed for the, you know, over the Christmas holiday period, but we're all back on, on the 4th of January. And just to say best of luck to all the students in their exams and to wish them all, all a very happy Christmas and that we understand what, to, what a challenging semester it has been. But I think that they've, you know, students that I've been talking to, they're just, they're doing really, really great and just stick with it. We're nearly there. We will come out of this pandemic and we will all get back to normal. Um, so hopefully 2021 or the latter part of 2021 at least will be, um, much better for everybody exactly yeah no that's brilliant and um like i said thanks a million for for uh coming on today and and providing us with all that information it is really helpful and um the big thing is there you know it, aside from all the assistive technology and everything you know even just people at home if, if they can help and read assignments and things you know it's, it's a massive help as well and i think there's so many um supports then available too so there's really really useful supports there for the students and information so um no laura janet uh thanks a million for coming on today and, and giving up your time to speak to us and thanks a million katie as well your brilliant uh first day as host thank you all very much super stuff it was great to find out more about all the supports available to the students um with disabilities here in wit and um, if there is any questions that you may have, just make sure and contact the disability office at wit.ie. So don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at sll.wit or just type in student life of learning into any of your search bars on these various platforms. And again, if you have any student related queries, you can also email us on sll at wit.ie as well. So Katie, Laura, Janet, super stuff. Thanks a million. Great to have you Thanks, on. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Laura. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye now.